all these men are the same. Does he even all see me? Like, literally. Ever find a man? I'm friend zoned over I here, swear. but I'm supposed to be your wife. Misconception about me is to discover areas of myself without another person's influence. Being single is honestly fun. What's wrong with me? I'm thriving. My time to shine. I can't believe that I'm finally single. everybody this is your favorite godly guide to singlehood podcast singles unlocked and today we have a very very special guest um we have mr osage in the building to god be the glory yo 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 what's going on what's going on grace to you all Yay. amen first of all i had to wait a year to get in contact with this man of god i just want to let you guys know i just want to give you like a tidbit of how we came in contact with one another we both don't know how we came in contact with one another. It could be Clubhouse, could be Instagram. This is social media world. They are all connected. Yeah. Um, but I reached out to him over a year ago. And those of you guys who, well, some of you guys are NSU staff who are listening right now. And right now it's fully women. And we have been praying like, God, you can send a man of God that can help me sometimes with this. I don't want to be a woman talking to men. All this, just talking to God, all of us collectively. And then Mr. Osage comes dm'd me back a year later um and says hey uh, let's look into this so i'm super super grateful that god saw fit to have him be on this podcast with us he is a man of integrity he is just well he's honestly awesome one of the funniest people that i've virtually met thus far. <laughs> i'm just saying just saying to god be the glory and um yeah so he's here with us today to talk about god you were gonna say something oh uh, no i'm just i'm just laughing i'm just <laughs> I do. I, I shoot corny jokes, people. Well, not, well, I don't think all of them are corny, but hey, I, I make my own self laugh. <laughs> he makes everybody laugh. Osaje is hilarious. <laughs> the thing about Osaje is even when he types, I feel like I can hear what you're saying through the text. And I'm like, wow. But this is Mr. Osaje. We thank God for him. We thank God that he's here. Um, and you guys are here because you love this podcast. Yeah, definitely. So the Lord is here. The second reason why you guys are here is because it's your first time listening, um, probably, and you are under the category of wanting to know why you ignore red flags, or maybe somebody else that you know ignores red flags, or you just clicked just because and you did it accidentally. We're going to call that the Holy Spirit because we know that's what it is. Yeah. So we thank you guys for coming, and we're going to get right into it. Why do we ignore red flags? But before we get right into it, we're going to pray, and then we'll get right into it. So really, we're going to pray and then get right into it. Okay. Thanks. So, can I pray, or do you want to pray? Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, I, I can pray. You can pray. You can, you know, pray. Well, you, you, you are the owner of the podcast. Okay, so I'm gonna pray. <laughs> All right. You can pray us out, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, God, for this episode. God, we thank you that you have gifted us with this podcast. That you have gifted us with this series. That you have gifted us with Mr. Osage. Um, that we can do this and do it with excellence. And we trust that you are 100% here. You were here before we got here. Um, you, are, you were already in this episode before we stepped foot in this episode. So, God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And I love you. We love you. And I just want you to know that this is 100% yours. And I am giving you full range to crucify every bit of flesh within me and Osage and speak fully through us, God. So we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Wow. So. Amen. Amen. Are you ready? Are 
are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Yes, indeed. Okay, awesome. So we're going to get right into it. We have a Google Doc, guys. So one thing I always do through these podcasts is I always plug little tips um, for those of you guys who want to start your own podcast. Right now we're using Anchor. I don't know if that's going to change, but right now we're using Anchor. And I want you guys to um, utilize other cool free things. Um, if you're just starting off um, and you probably are working up to that place that you want to be or something like that. So we have a Google Doc with all of our notes on it. And so we're just going to kind of go off that. Um, yeah, so Osage, tell me about your experience with red flags. That wasn't on the Google Doc, y'all. So that was just a yeah. pressing off the door. <laughs> you know what? You know, truth of the matter is I, I, I unfortunately, I, I have a lot of experience with red flags of not taking heed to red flags and having to face the consequences of not taking heed to red flags. And so I'm, I'm very grateful uh, that we are discussing this because if I know nothing at all, I know Jeremiah 29, it is so real in regards to the lives of believers that the most high his thoughts towards us, they're good, that he wants to bring us to an expected end. And the truth of the matter is that many of those things that he wants to bring forth in our lives, if we don't take heed to um, take note of the red flag and be obedient to his spirit, we're going to miss out on a lot of things he wants to bring forth in our life, you know? So with that being said, uh, again, I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of it, to like straight up, like share some practical things and personal, personal experiences in regards to red flags. Amen. So I'm just go ahead and tell y'all because y'all done been with me since episode one. Some of my personal um, issues with red flags were in the past um, not. And this, this is going to seem like a red flag that that's maybe not. Anyway, I'm just going to talk to y'all. So red flag would be not knowing whether God was telling me this is this is a no go or this is something that you pray about and you stay in. Or. Or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Discern that as you will. But I had went through a season where I was still trying to learn the voice of God. And so I didn't know what the heck, you know, I didn't know if God was telling me like, hey, this is this person is not for you versus like, you know, having the God, should we have grace? 70 times seven, right? Like, you know, all these different things. Um, guys, y'all already know me. So it is what it is. But that was um, my personal experience with red flags. I definitely, me and Mr. Osage, I keep calling you Mr. Osage. Me and me and Osage were talking about this before, but how people like, this is not the right term. He's gonna correct me later. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, why you be missed? <laughs> no, listen. So it's called. It, it's not the right term. Like I said, he's gonna correct me later. But um, it's overgracing it, like not understanding that, like just throwing grace on red flag situations. Like if God is telling you no, um, the first thing is to, to be obedient. But the second thing was if God is telling you no and just discerning whether that's his voice or not. So those were the areas that um, kind of tripped me up in my area of dating and red flags. Um, but we're going to list a few reasons why people ignore red flags because we feel like a lot of people, it's really easy to point out red flags, but it's even harder to figure out why do I keep ignoring these things? And I think a lot of people ignore red flags. Um, and so I, we just want to get into it about some of these things and hopefully um, this helps you guys. 
And um, if it doesn't, if you don't fall under any of these categories and you have no idea what's going on, like we always say, pray, fast, and read the word. Please don't take everything that's said in this podcast for face value. Go back and discern and read the word of God for yourself because he will give you your own individual, um, not definition, revelation about what you personally are going through. We are the vitamin. We are a vitamin to a really big meal that you need on a day-to-day. So, all right, let's get into it. So the first um, red flag we have is, drum roll, please. (laughs) Pride. So Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, stretch the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. And so reason number one falls under the category of pride. We do not understand that our heart is wicked and deceitful and is currently being purified by God. Um. Do you have anything to say about that before I just kind of, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. So check check it out, y'all. Um, sincerely, as, as I've shared with Amber, I really believe as we share these points and even start with pride, that it's an umbrella. And there's, 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 a, there's man, there's a lot of things in regards to the red flag. So we're just pulling out certain things uh, for you all to, to perfectly consider. Uh, that by the grace of God, you're able to examine your own selves. And in regards to pride, man, I, I think like pride is involved in every aspect, even in, in all the ones that we point out to you that that nasty pride <laughs> is 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 lodged within every every aspect of what we're going to present to you guys. You know, this pride thing, my mind goes specifically to the behavior of Satan. And because as we know, that was that was the thing that really messed his whole show up, if I may put it as such, uh, of him being puffed up, of him saying, you know what, I'm gonna be just like the most high. And I'm gonna have things going the way I want for things to go in. And, and you know what, um, I'm gonna have worship, et cetera, et cetera. So that's definitely one thing that we have to continually look at regarding pride within ourselves and how we're going about things. I don't care how much scripture you know, or if you were raised in church, pride is something that every last one of us that we have to take um, an awareness of and be willing to bring before the spirit of God to empower us overcome. Yeah. I'm gonna have to second that and say, I'm reading the scripture again. It says the heart is deceitful above all things. Now, that's pretty deceitful, if you ask me. And I think sometimes we really need to take scripture for face value, and it would make a lot of the things that, like, our emotional health, it it will just make things a lot easier. Um, I'm not going to say we wouldn't go through things, but it would make it a crap ton easier if we just understood that we just got to take the word for what it is. And what the word is telling us right here is that the heart is. It's not it may be. Not yeah. on a Tuesday, but not on a Saturday. It's not deceitful with this person, but it is with the, <laughs> the heart. Just in general, is it says it's deceitful above all things, and that's so icky. I I can feel the other person on the other side of this podcast. If you're anything like me, just be like, oh my gosh, the heart is deceitful. My heart, and like, no, I'm oh, so terrible. But it's what the word says, and so this is it, and and it's really something to to really just lay at the foot of, of Jesus Christ. So. Yeah. It's not as as bad as 
what it is bad but it's not don't don't let your emotions overtake what the scripture is really trying to teach us all myself included here um and says who can understand it so the lord is just letting us know like it's hard to understand the heart like except for the person who created it and who does understand and who um it says i the lord search the heart test the mind to give every man according to his ways and so i just want to really when it comes to pride I think sometimes like we learn, I read the book of Job recently and um, it just really, it was talking about, God told me to wind up, skip it to the end because I realized what the, the, the middle part was. It was conversation between friends. And um, at the time I was worried about some stuff and I thought I had it all figured out with the knowledge that God gave me. I thought, listen to that. Like I thought I had it all figured out with the knowledge regarding a situation that God gave me. That's crazy. Yeah. Like the knowledge that he gave, and he gave me limited, like I'm not, I'm never going to be all knowing. So I'm like, yeah, I know this, I know this, I know that. So that means I got to bust this move. And God told me to read basically what he responded to Job. And Word. God came at Job like, yeah, you're wise. Yeah, I, God, gave you information um, about what's going on. But who are you? Like, where were you when I created intuition? Where were you when I put your heart inside and said that, this is how Amber's going to feel on this day. Where you? Where were you? Mm. And I think it's um, one way to kind of help out with pride. Read how God responded to Job every day. No, not every day, but just read it. And I think it really, really, God gifts us the knowledge, like, to, to know certain things. And we're, we're never going to know everything. So yeah. in regards to re why we ignore red flags in dating, I think that kind of sums it up. What do you think, Osage? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That, that, yeah, yeah, you, 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 you hit around the head. Okay, you want to go on the next one? Yeah, the next one up to bat is. Hold up here, we go hopelessness, hopelessness. And the scripture we have there is Proverbs thirteen verse twelve. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life truth of the matter is many of us that we we experience this sense of hopelessness um our heart feeling sick and so therefore in the midst of <laughs> in the midst of feeling sick we're not taking heed to the red flags yeah yeah i feel 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 in my heart of hearts um a lot of my single friends like they talk about loneliness often and a lot of actions come from a place of loneliness which is right next to a neighboring f friend ugh, next to idleness loneliness and idle idle thinking and just just being uh like you know those are i feel like they are together yeah um, and again this is a podcast this this specific episode we're gonna go into things just touch on them but we're gonna so after this episode we'll have an episode specifically on pride and go deeper in it we'll have an episode specifically on hopelessness and go deeper in it but yeah your heart is experiencing sickness and God understands that. Um, he lit it literally says hope deferred. So you have this hope to be in a marriage. Um, I'm not just going to say relationship. <laughs> you have this hope to be in a kingdom marriage, right? Yeah. Um, but it's to you, it feels deferred. And I think, thank you, Holy Spirit. Like we, there's this, we don't, it's a faith walk. I think sometimes hopelessness can be like a test of, I mean, hope itself has a lot to do with faith. Um, but if you're feeling hopelessness, it's because your heart is sick. And I want you to understand that God understands that, but 
we have to, um, and I don't think that we put this in the notes on side day, but God is a covenant-keeping God. But there are times that we're not going to understand. This, 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 and it's the whole point of hope and faith. Um, but just to trust that at the end of it all, that he's going to have a specific, he has a specific plan for your life, and you're going to love how it turns out. And as long as it glorifies him, we have to get to that place, guys, okay? Um, Y'all yeah, know I'm sweet, but I just got to tell you, like, we have to get to that place where we just want to glorify God. Like, it, it doesn't... It, it doesn't matter, like, what the outcome is. You just want to glorify God. Yeah. But that's what it is. So if you're just sad and um, if you didn't know, like, if you're just sad and you're like, oh, my gosh, five, one day you're good, next day it's, uh, you texting an ex or one day that you know you shouldn't be messing with. One day you're good, <laughs> the next day you're crying, um, you live alone or you feel alone and you have this hope of marriage and it leads you to do any just nonsense really um stuff that's gonna hurt you stuff that you like but stuff that'll hurt you and it's outside of god's context right now it's it's because you're experiencing something called hope deferred and it makes the heart grow sick but i want to encourage you i i just realized that that was just mad depressing but um i just want to encourage you that god has a plan and um i would read if you're experiencing this i would read um i would do a devotional on faith and, and what faith actually is, because this will help you a lot. Um, yeah, we have a few more. So we're just going to get through these, and we want you guys to take notes and then journey with us. So the next one is people-pleasing. Um, we want to please others. And Osage is going to go ham on this one. <laughs> because he has so much to say, and I totally have to listen. And I want you guys to hear what I heard. So. Well, I mean, um, I, I'll be mindful not to to, to take on too much time, but um, you know, the the reality is, for many of us, we so desire to be in a relationship that we allow for that person, or even just the thought of being in a relationship, turning to idolatry. And so we esteem the person or the idea of being in a relationship above the most high. And we no longer look unto, as the book of Hebrews 12 tells us, we're no longer looking unto Yeshua, the author and finisher of our faith. Because if you examine that text, it says, looking unto him, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls tying back into weariness, tying back into hopelessness. And so because we're not looking unto him, we're experiencing a weariness. And in our weariness, we find ourselves exalting that which should not be exalted. Do you remember the children of Israel when Moses went up to the mountain? And when he went up to the mountain, they became weary. They were like, where is this guy? He'd have, he'd have, he'd have left us. We over here, we don't know what's going on. And in the midst of the weariness of waiting, what did they do? They exalted that which should not have been exalted. They said, Aaron, come on over here. And you know what, man? We, 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 we need something to worship, right? And they and they uh, they they brought their gold. And, and remember what Aaron said. Aaron said, Well, um, I threw this gold in the fire, then then this this idol popped out. <laughs> you know, um, point being is in the midst of their weariness. In the midst of them not looking unto the most high, 
for direction and guidance. They allowed for the idolatry within their hearts to be exhibited. Now notice what I said, it was already within their heart. And so that is one of the things right there again, in regards of all the points we're giving you, I know I spoke about pride of having a place in each one of these points. And a, a part of that is, is the heart. It's always, every, every, every point we give you is dealing with uh, the heart issue, okay? And so here we are again, in regards to um, exalting other people, in regards to seeking to please others, our heart is already in this position that is happening within us that we're exalting this person or exalting ourselves, uh, seeking to please them. Um, and, and, and it's an idol within our heart. And now we're actually showing it outwardly. So what does that look like outwardly? Well, let's examine for some of us, we don't spend time with the most high as we used to. Um, or as we know, we need to, because I know for some individuals, they get into a relationship and they have idolized this man or this woman and they're literally no longer spending time with God as they were before. Then there are those, they never had a foundation of really spending time with the most high. And so now a they've entered a relationship and they're no longer even engaged in um, taking the steps to establish that wonderful thriving relationship with the most high by his spirit because the heart is deceiving as we read already and we're believing oh now that i have this person in my life everything is now complete but the text says you look unto yeshua the author and finisher of your faith lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls and now you are in this place of weariness and discouragement because you've lifted a person higher to get to please this person. I mean, many of us, we're finding ourselves compromising in things we said we would never compromise in because we're seeking to please this person, to hold on to this person. And some of us, we don't even care for the person, but we are embracing this whole idea of at least I'm with someone because I don't want to be alone. Mm. Now, I want continue on within this frame of thought, of course, but that is the basis in regards of, of us seeking to please others, that it, it, it is a thing of idolatry and we're failing to understand the love that Abba has for us. And, and in this realm of the love he has for us, we begin to understand our wealth even the more. And when I understand my, my worth, uh, excuse me, I mean say worth, not wealth, um, our worth, the, our worth, the more, then we're able to attain um, and see the wealth of what we bring to this realm and what we really can bring in a relationship. Mm. But it first starts with us exalting Christ, making sure that he is the one that we're looking unto and not this person and, and, and not just the thought of being in a relationship that we want to please him even above ourselves. I'll finish with this over here. Paul said within the text, I want to say it's in the book of Philippians. Paul said, whether it be in life or in death, let Christ be the one that's magnified in my body. Mm. 
So when you examine your relationship or you, or you examine your thought process regarding marriage, can you truly say that Christ is being exalted in you while you yet mm. live? Just true on that. Wow. 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 Oh my goodness. It's going to be. I'm about to <laughs> Those of you guys who are on the other end listening, I'm so sorry for screaming, but that was so good. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to say. I do. Um, I will say that this is a this is um, a doozy. I think this is a doozy um, to an extent. Osage, um, chat with me here. I think this one's a doozy sometimes. You know, just because um, of course you want to please the person that you're with, type thing. But you don't. I think. What do you think about that when people say like you want to please the person that you're with? First of all, I, we all know, and you guys, if you don't know, you need to know that Abba is the first. The first. The beginning the end all that he you need to be you need to be seeking god amen and i think being in a relationship if you're not doing that makes it, it it's like a setup it's kind of a setup for people pleasing and it's very yeah. exhausting and i think that this is an issue of um like osage said not knowing your worth to an extent um and one thing that the lord has been teaching me personally is um, this thing me and Osage were talking about it earlier is um, what was it? The flowers. The how we uh, a huge lesson from nature here. Like God says, like God fully takes care of the flowers in the grass that literally gets cut down and thrown into the fire. And Solomon in all his glory, ha like they are, they are, they not even him. He was as covered as they are. And so if anybody is experiencing um, people pleasing, um, I just want you to rest. Yeah. Christ came down knowing that we were sinners already. We didn't have to please him, like, you know, off rip. Like he came down knowing this person's a druggie, this person's lustful, this person's gonna have sex tomorrow and said, I wanna come down and die. Yeah, it's like while we were still sinners, he came down here for us. And I think that that's a love language that a lot of us don't understand. Um, it's a big one. It has a lot to do with uh, relationships as well. But um, yeah, I just want you to rest. I really want you to rest. I really want you to understand. The next time you go outside, look at a flower. Look at the grass and say, this piece of, pick it up and just hold it for a second and say like, this piece of grass is covered more than Solomon and all his splendor, like provided mm. for more than even that. This man yeah. has lots. And yeah. this, like, so what does that say about what what can we learn from that? That's the question I want to leave you guys with. Um, with that one. Are you ready to move on, sir? You know, I, I am. Can, can can we read that scripture for them? Yes, um, um, um I think it's it's Luke. Um is it Luke 12? Maybe I may be wrong. I have it right here, actually. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm in Matthew, though. It's also in Luke, um, but I'm in Matthew. Okay. So it's Matthew 6. Give me one second, guys. Um, mm, okay, Matthew 6, verse 28. And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the, this is the CSB version too. 
Observe how the wild flowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Wow. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was adorned like one of these. Mm. Oh my goodness. I'm going to say it again. I wish I could close my eyes while I say this. But observe how the wild flowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was adorned like one of these. So I really just wanna take the question, I forgot what it was, I might have to rephrase it, but take that question back into your prayer closet. What lesson can we learn from the wildflowers? Mm. In regards to people. You know, um, let me add Yeah. Uh, this portion here in Luke. And it's Luke 12, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to read um, verse 28, because I, I want I want to add to that, because because he because here, here go here goes uh, it says, if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, how much more will He clothe you? Hey, oh, you of little faith, that mm. that's that's the thing. How much more will he clothe you? And let me tell you the importance as to why. So let me let me place that there with what um, Amber just said, because it's very is important for you to chew on that in regards of what she shared. Now add this to it, because for many of us, when it comes down to idolizing people, when we find ourselves in idolatry, and we're seeking to please people. For some of us, we're seeking approval. And when we fail to realize that we have the approval of Abba, that you are loved of him, that you are accepted by him, when we overlook that or we neglect that truth or we don't really believe the truth, then you, you find out where you are. You find out where you are we find ourselves seeking the approval of man. And when we seek the approval of men, we become their slaves. And since I'm a slave, that means I'm in captivity. And since I'm in captivity, that means I am going to be abused or even abuse another. that calls for a need to be liberated. Mm. So this whole thing of seeking to please, again, and this is just one aspect that we're touching on because we're not going to the fullness of this, but we're, but, but we're, we're laying down some groundwork and we want for people to chew upon the information that we're giving. Uh, so this thing of wanting the approval, I want approval. Because though we're focusing in on uh, relationships and and of course specifically relationships leading to marriage and in the truth of the matter for many of us who may be listening um you may not be in a relationship that's going to lead to marriage and you know within your heart that this person you're with has no intent to marry you i know that's something that's hard to swallow but we're not here to play any type of games we want for you to walk in 
honesty, brutal honesty with yourself, whereby you embrace the beauty of the Most High uh, uh, regarding what he has for your life. And so for some um, who, wh whether it, it is going to lead towards marriage or it's not going to lead towards marriage, I, I, I right now, I, I don't want to just keep you just in this sphere of romantic relationship because this thing of seeking to uh, the approval of people also stems to your uh, your mother, your father, your brother, your aunt, your grandmother, uh, uh, basically other people. You find yourself wanting to uh, attain the approval of persons, and so you compromise even your own self-worth. Yeah. And that is something right there that the Spirit of God, his heart is is grieved over because he accepts you he welcomes you and he's aware that many of these persons that you're seeking approval of unfortunately they don't have um, pure intentions towards you mm. whether it's family or not family you need to be willing to come into a place of awareness. So with that being said, I just want to encourage you of saying a, a simple prayer, saying, Father, open my awareness Amen. in regards of this area of my heart, of seeking the approval of people. Another one, open my awareness of the love you have for me. That was a prayer that Paul prayed for the body of Christ. I want to say um, I'm trying to re remember the exact the exact scripture. Um, it's in Ephesians, mm -hmm. but it says, "You know what? I I I I I need for you guys to understand the love of God, mm. and that is something that we continually grow in. So as we grow in understanding again the love that Abba has for us, it frees us and brings that liberation from the captivity of seeking to please others." So um, just chew on that. Just chew on that. Thanks, thank you for letting me share uh, that briefly. That was so good. Um, wow. All I have to say is, wow. If I say anything else, I'm going to keep talking about this one specific topic and going to keep asking Osage to talk even more about this one specific topic because this, I feel like, oh, uh, this, this is, that's going to be a good episode. You just, that's the episode that all of them, tune into all of them, but that is going to be the episode that, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we have a couple more. Um, so I want to get to it. Um, the next one that we have here is shame. And the scripture we have is Genesis 3 and 10. And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Mm. Man. Boy, that shame of Booger Bear right there. That shame something else. Mm. I really love that scripture. And I told Osage that I really love that scripture because for those of you who are anything like me, you're visual. And that gave you a visual representation of how you may feel. Um, so let's ask the question again. For those of you who may ignore red flags, and again, this is this this is gonna be one of those episodes where you have to go back and pray and ask God. Why do I keep ignoring red flags? And what category do I fall in? If I don't fall into any of these, God, reveal where to me I fall in and help me and deliver me in the name of Jesus. But shame, that's that's a reason why people ignore red flags because um, 
for example, oh, I've had sex before marriage. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be with the guy that I had sex with. Oh, I've had an abortion. I'm just going to be with the guy that I had an abortion with. Oh, I've, um, I'm not trying to say just men because women cheat too. But oh, um, God, oh, I cheated. So I'm just going to stay here just because I feel so much shame. Yeah. That, what do you think? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I feel like really imprisonates. Imprisonate. Oh, yeah. It's torture. It's, it's very much torture. It's, and it's not from God. Mm -hmm. What do you think? No, no, that, that's definitely with the with the word you just now said of saying it's torture, uh, because yeah. this scripture here is also one of the scriptures uh, that we utilize for fear. And fear and shame, they're they're bosom buddies. They 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 work hand in hand. Um, it, it 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 also um, it also brings in. Um, the the whole reality of rejection uh so as you're saying these the, these these acts and, and this is just one aspect of it in of of, of it uh, for those who are listening you know she pointed some things out and for those who identify with those things uh hear us out uh you know when we've engaged in certain behaviors that's unhealthy uh and then we realize how unhealthy it was it is something that the enemy loves to dangle over our head. And, and, and he'll say, well, unfortunately, Osage, you did A, B, and C. So therefore, lay in the bed. You know, you know, you know that 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 term they use of um uh, how, how does it go? Um you made your bed now laying. Yeah, 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 yeah. One, one, one of those things. And now don't get me wrong. And walk. So say it again. I said, forget that. Pick up your mat and walk. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and 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 that's that's our message. Our message is take up your mat, take it up and walk, okay? On the command of the spirit of God. And and the thing is for many of us when we feel that we cannot take up that mat and walk that we're allowing for the voice of shame to dominate our lives. Because when you think about shame, it's a thing of us looking at ourselves and saying, you know what? I am the problem. It's not just based upon what I did, but me, myself. Shame uh, uh, attacks your very being of like, I am the issue. So since I'm the issue, therefore I should be punished. This is the rightful thing that needs to be done to me because I did A, B, and C. And so even as Amber was saying of us remaining in a relationship because, okay, you know what? I did A, B, and C to this person, so therefore I should go ahead and blah, 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 what, whatever that may look like. Um, and, and, and I agree with you in regards of this scripture in the book of Genesis uh, that, that it does. It does reveal of how shame will cause for us to straight up. <laughs> turn from God and, and ignore what's going on and we find ourselves entrapped even the more. Yep. Shame is that that's man, that that is something right there. And you know, and, and in the name of Yeshua, we just speak to those of you who um who are captives of shame. Hey. By the love of God, because shame and love, uh, uh, shame and fear that, like I said, they, they run hand in hand and it causes that torment. Uh, yet the scriptures decree in the epistle of John that perfect love cast 
without fear. Yet is the love of God that deals with shame in likewise manner. And we know the text says that Yah is love. God is love. And so he is the one that combats that shame. And I remembered in the book of Isaiah, when it speaks about the one who is captive and the one who is prey, that will they be set free? Can they be set free? And the Most High says, yes. Hey. They will be set free. I am the one that will set them free. I will contend with those that contend against you, and I will deliver your seed. And so in the mighty name of Yeshua, we pray for you right now that the power of shame, and for many of you, is not just a thing within your mind. There is a demonic stronghold. So that power of shame we against you, you spirit of shame, you spirit of fear, you power of rejection. We speak against your ability to hold them captive by the blood of Jesus. We decree the mercy of God concerning them. Yes, we decree the mercy of God upon them for, for them to receive a visitation by the spirit of God. Mm. Father in heaven, we thank you for visiting them in the mighty name of Jesus, that is your heart's desire. So we just speak that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Wow. Amen. Oh, y'all heard that? I hope the spirits heard that. I know they did. Believe that you are healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. We have another one. Do you want to introduce that one? Yeah, yeah. We have here, uh, we have shame conditioning conditioning that we've been conditioned to believe certain things and i put in here um both in the natural and the demonic yes indeed the natural and the demonic um the process of training or accustoming uh, uh, a person or animal to behavior to, i'm sorry let me let me read this again guys the behavior the process of training is what this is what conditioning means the process of training or accustoming a person or animal to behave in a certain way or to accept certain circumstances, okay? So many a times we find ourselves ignoring red flags, believing things may be the norm, and we're just going with the flow, not realizing, not understanding that in fact, this is no good it's unhealthy because we've been conditioned to believe a certain way and as i said before of a natural conditioning or even a demonic conditioning for example check this out and the thing is um there are times when it flows hand in hand all right because the enemy loves to make use of things that appear to be normal he jumps on the bandwagon and he will ride that bad boy through till he destroys everyone's life so let's let's look or let, let's let's look at it uh, just a nice simple example. I know again we're just touching and going. Um, so in the natural, uh, let's say you grew up in a home and uh, abusive language was used, and you saw this take place, uh, whether dealing with your your father and your mother, or uh, your father has um, is in relationships that he's he's not married and and. The woman is always abusive towards him or vice versa. This is dealing with your mom and you see uh, your mom is in relationships and, and the man is abusive. Um, or, you know, you get my point. You, 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 you get the point I'm making over here. And so therefore now within your mind, you say, 
Well, if a person really loves someone, they're willing to be abusive in the same manner because they're willing to fight for their love, quote unquote, fight for the person. So they're going to cuss them out or they'll even become physical. Now, for some of you listening, you may say, wow, that's crazy. No, let me tell you something. For some people, this is the example that I'm giving, for some people, that is their reality. That they literally believe that love is displayed through violence, through abuse, whether that's emotional, whether that's verbal, whether that's physical, even sexual. Now, I'm able to share these things with you because I engage in conversations by the grace of God, I'm a clinician. I sit with many individuals, counseling, counseling them through um, the various affairs of life, things they've experienced. And so with that being said, now, again, they, they have now um, adopted that within their lives. And they have to go through this process of literally uh, retraining themselves. Uh, having their neural nets, you know, within our brain, there's we 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 have this term neural nets. Basically, imagine a net, and a net captures things and holds on to things. And so they they capture that they're holding on to a belief system that's that's sending them through bad, total hell, if one may just simply say. All right. Now, of course, within that, the fallen nature can uh, exhibit such things. And, and as I said before, uh, the natural and demonic, they love to work hand in hand. And of course, one can say, man, that that could be of, of some demonic influence within there. Certainly, indeed. Indeed, I, I, I agree. I, I really I really do agree. Um, another example in regards of, well, uh, well not another example, but uh, regarding the, the demonic now. An example of that of, of conditioning of conditioning uh, can be, uh, if if I can tie this into what we've touched on before, can be in the thing of the enemy spewing lies to you regarding your self worth, mm. which, like I said, we touched on it just a little bit regarding wanting to be accepted by others. Not everyone grew up in an environment that strip them of their self-worth. Mm. There are people, and you, I know you're listening right now, that maybe something happened somewhere along the lines even within your adulthood or teenager or what have you, and all of a sudden, you found yourself no longer seeing worth within your being. Mm. And it was a strategic thing planted by the enemy like straight up demonic at that time maybe you were aware of it that it was demonic or you were not aware that it was demonic but it was a demonic thing that came about and now is conditioning you we, we we call this a stronghold is conditioning you to believe that you really don't have intrinsic worth and so you operate as such, you operate as such with friends, you operate as such with family, even at your workplace, you operate as such. It shows up one way or another. And it's one of the tactics that the enemy uses to do what? To hinder you, to delay you, to deny you, because you're not truly tapping into the fullness of who the Most High has decreed you to be through the finished work of Jesus Christ. 
And so now you're conditioned by the enemy. There's a stronghold within you. So the red flag is all there. They're screaming in your face. Ah, get out of here. Run. Get out. Get out. But whether you're conditioned regarding the natural, because you grew up with something, an unhealthy belief system, or the, the, the demonic shot an arrow at you, whispered to you, whether through, again, people, places, and things, oh my, lions, tigers, and bears, those three arenas, people, places, and things, then an arrow was shot through, shot to you through one of the three, um, and it was, it, was, it was a demonic attack, and now you've been conditioned to operate in a certain way. Even within the realm of the demonic, of some people, some people, uh, they 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 think this is something that's just in movies or in books. But uh, if I may just share with you, in regards of individuals who cast spells, mm. of individuals who are of the kingdom of darkness, that literally will will, will send a demonic a, a demonic spirit against you. Mm. They'll they they'll, they'll speak curses against you to condition you to believe something that is uh, totally a lie. And then your behavior shifts and changes. And people are like, you change. Well, what, what's, what's, what's really good? Not knowing that someone has been speaking curses against you. And you're like, yeah, I just don't feel the same way anymore. I'm, I'm behaving uh, totally abnormal. You see, so... As we are sharing with you, again, we want for you to examine yourself. Uh, don't allow pride to say, oh, that can't be me over there. That's that's just not possible. Well, okay. <laughs> you know, Proverbs 14 and 12 says that there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it would lead to his destruction. It seems right to you. You've been conditioned to believe something. It seems right. Mm. But it will lead to your destruction sooner or later. Mm. And that's not us speaking death towards you. That's us saying, hey, we want for you to be awakened. We want for you to examine. We want for you to sit with the most high. And say, Lord, um, the way I go about doing A, B, or C, or the way I go about seeing myself, um, Am I being conditioned in, right. in an unhealthy way? Am, am, have I been conditioned to believe something about me that's that you and you don't believe about me? Right. That is huge. Again, another one, I feel like if I talk on it, it's not going to do it any justice, guys. Please, like, uh, everything that we're saying, please pray. Please ask God. That is a fabulous question. What Osaja just said, that is a fabulous question to ask God. Conditioning is such a strong tool. It's a very, very, very strong tool. And that's why um, when the enemy wants to kill something, he kills it in seed form. He kills it when it's small. He kills it when it's impressionable. And you're con you're able to be conditioned when you're impressionable. Um, so I just want you to, you know, really pray to God about about that one for sure. Um, lack of knowledge. Another reason why we ignore red flags is lack of knowledge. And the scripture that we have here is, we have two. No, no, no. We don't have two, but we have two reasons. Um, sometimes people are just plain hard-headed. 
Like some of us, we know darn well we heard the Lord, and it's like God, I know you can make you turn all things around for the good. So turn this relationship, <laughs> turn this relationship <laughs> around for the good. Do me how you did my brother over there, who clearly married the wrong woman or clearly married the wrong man, but you see them doing powerful things for the kingdom or whatever. No, like you don't. Let's. You know what I'm saying? Like people, I'm I'm saying it because that's how people really pray those prayers. Like you know darn well that the Lord said no. So the disobedience. Um, and so as far as that goes, that's straight disobedience. But there's a lack of knowledge. There's a lack of reverence for the Lord when he speaks to you and he says no. And you just go against that. And you're like, <laughs> I've seen the reels where people are like, you know, pray to God. Is this the one? Like before they even finish the sentence, God says no. And the person's like, uh, well, let's just bless it in the name of Jesus. Want to put anointing oil on the man of God every day, just praying just stupid stuff. Like, I'm telling you, I'm being so serious. Like, I um, don't disobey the Lord. And that is a lack of knowledge because what it what it truly is is a lack of fear and reverence for God. Mm. And the Bible tells us to fear and reverence. Fear slash reverence the Lord. And if we knew that in our hearts, I truly, I'm a believer of a um, of when, when you know, you know. Like when God says, those who love me keep my commands. So if you're having to learn something over and over and over again, no matter how many times somebody taught it to you, you still may not know how important that thing is. And mm -hmm. so a prayer to pray um, would be, Lord, have me get sick of not listening to you if you're speaking to me. And then, of course, Osaje um, talked about this so well um, when me and him were talking, and I'm sure he'll go into it a little bit too. Um, yeah, just, and again, this is just a little teaser, but, you know, um, sometimes you just really don't know. And so yeah. pray for wisdom, pray for wisdom. Um, and while you're acquiring that wisdom, this is the key that the Lord told me a couple days ago, actually, while you're getting the wisdom that you, that you inquired about, pray for the Lord to guard you, to continue Amen. to keep you from, from what you don't know. Yeah. Humble yourself and know, and just say like, okay, God, I obviously need help in this area. You please cover me while you're teaching me this wisdom, while it's really starting, while that's being con that's well that's trying to overpower whatever um is going on here so that's really i feel like that one lack of knowledge y'all know um or even let's even say this i don't think we had this as a reason but you didn't know that this person was doing this this that on the side you thinking this person is a man or woman of god but they do spiritual stuff on the side like looking at crystals and praying to whoever straight up ever you, you just didn't know so yeah yeah Straight up. No, I mean, straight up, straight up. I mean, man. Woo! Boy, I'm, look look here, guys. I'm, I mean, I, I'm going to tell you this. When she just not said that my mind went to a relationship that I was that I was in uh, last year that God delivered me from, and that was one of the things right there in regards to a red flag of like, yo, this person tapping into unclean spirits, fam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it's so real in regards of you may not have the full information like dang i know it's like that though yo but and and you you are allowing for whatever is coming through whether it's uh you're idolizing etc because many of these things work together you mm. know you know ignoring the red flag doesn't mean it's just one thing that, that it's just shame or you know always just i guess i just lack knowledge it can be a combination a combo wow wow, wow. you know it's just coming at you bam 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 you know, so that's a big thing in regards of 
not having knowledge. And and, and again, I know it's just a teaser, this 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 <laughs> the scriptures, you know, of, of for those who are just innocent, like straight up, it's like you're innocent. You 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 just you didn't know. You just didn't know. Mm-hmm. It, 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 and it even ties into, for example, ties into um um the conditioning for some. It's like that's how you were raised. You didn't know. And so that's how you lived your life. And then now when information comes to you, now it becomes a thing of you are responsible for it. Because let me tell you something. The devil doesn't care if you did not know. <laughs> that's why we have the scriptures. We use the book of Hosea and it's also in Isaiah, likewise manner, in regards to my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. However way the lack of knowledge comes about, the enemy wants to use it against you. Right. Again, however way the lack of knowledge came about, the enemy wants to use it against you. Right. That's why we find ourselves um, promoting, if one may say, promoting death when it comes down to relationships. Mm. I mean, you you can tap into the podcast, tap into social media, etc., and death is being promoted because hey, this is the norm. Yeah. This, this 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 is what that is. And lo and behold, somebody who's in the faith, who's applying the scriptures, and they're coming with a whole nother belief system, it blows their mind. They're like, huh? No way, you can't believe that. Are you serious? And it's like, yeah, yeah. This this is this is the real deal. This this is not about just being in church and being religious because because remember. Many of us, I, I, I can attest to this, and I bet many of you listeners that you can attest to it. I bet I believe ever can attest to it that there are many people who are in church. They they have the whole, as the scriptures would say, the form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. Yeah. So they're in church, but they're not applying the text within their lives. They have no hunger, no desire to. It's just a thing of well, this is just what we do. Yeah. We go to church, you know. I might even own a Bible. <laughs> you know, and it might be over there somewhere over there, but it's not something that I apply. And again, what, what we are seeking to do, we want to point you towards Yeshua, Jesus. We want to point you towards his living word. That is not just a thing of um, just acknowledging that there's a God, but yielding and giving your heart over to him day by day. See, that's the thing. It's a daily thing. It's a daily thing. So, yeah. Um, we have two more, y'all. And um, wait, did you share that scripture? Oh, uh, cause I actually like I, I feel like that's a that applies. Which uh, which I think Hosea nineteen. Oh yeah, that I, I was that was the one we were talking about when we were just you and I. Um, oh. I, I I didn't I didn't want to just keep on. Okay, got you. Yeah. Tune into the um the episode about lack of knowledge to hear more on that. Um, yeah. If you want to look it up yourself, it's Acts 19, 1 through 2. Um, we have two more categories, guys. And then we're going to end this episode and go into deeper depths with each one of these categories. So hang in there. Um, accept the love um, of Christ through this deliverance series, because that's what it is. And enjoy. Enjoy Amen. enjoy the fact that God gave you an opportunity. Like, you, you might have made mistakes, but, like, by God's grace... 
you live to hear the next podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Amen. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, like, there's something. You live another day, so he wants you to You have the opportunity to learn again. Um, okay. The next one, I'm just going to clump these two together, kind of, because um, it's a pretty lengthy episode, but that's okay, because this is this is what it is. This Holy Spirit's podcast is given to us. Um, fear and lust. Woo. So why do we ignore red flags? Out of fear, and then some of us ignore it, red flags out of lust. Mm-hmm. So the, the scripture that we have for fear is, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you and will never leave or forsake you. And so um, what I have here is we lean a reason why we ignore red flags for those of us who are experiencing fear as our reason for, you know, as a as a topic um, for us ignoring red flags is we lean on our own understanding and don't fully believe that he is leading us properly and that he will never forsake us. And I really, 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 there's a difference between believing and feelings. And so I've often experienced like, um, God, I love you. I feel it in my heart. And I'm like worshiping or I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. But it goes back to this thing that we were talking about before. When you know, you know. And if we, if we really in our hearts believe that God is leading us properly, fear, fear is what, what I'm seeing in my brain right now is like a dead plant. It's like, it, it, it's just like, you could might as well just uproot it and trash it at this point. Um, yeah, so leaning on our own understanding, not leaning on our own understanding and not fully believing that God is leading us properly. Like just because somebody rejected you or or God gives you the heads up for those for those people who are prophetic and God speaks to you in that way. God gives you the heads up and he's like, um, yeah, this person's going to break up with you. And then you start fearing and you start like whatever you do um, to try to stop it or you just start feeling bad or whatever. Um, the reality of it is like there's a level of disbelief there and I really want to challenge that because it, it doesn't sound good to hear that we that that's a fear is like a, a slight it's an emotion so it's, it's an it's a human thing but it's also it's a it's a how do I say this something about uncertainty it, there's like a level of uncertainty there and if we are certain about God's character and if we're certain that God is a God that leads and leads well God is a God that does things properly he has the best plan and he will not leave or forsake me. Fear could not live in a place like that. Mm. Um, yeah, Osaja, I know you had a point as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> if I say several, I have to keep reminding myself, hey, we're not doing the whole full thing. But uh, in regards of of that fear and that lust, you know, those, those are major um, emotions and feelings big things that as human beings that we're forever going to experience. Mm-hmm. It's easy for us to beat up beat up on ourselves when we experience fear or beat up on ourselves when we experience the desire for coitus. It's a fancy word for sex. <laughs> you know what? what is that? Say it again. I was like, what is that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's a fancy word for sex. It's called coitus. Um, it, it's easy to beat up on ourselves, and, um, and specifically speaking to those of, of us who are believers, right? I mean, how many times, you know, have we um, uh, be, become angry because we desire to have sex? It's like, man, you know, 
or a lustful thought comes in. How many times has it been that when we found ourselves being afraid, you're like, man, why, 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 why are you being afraid for like that, man? We beat up on ourselves the more for, for, for experience, having a human experience. Because mm-hmm. as it's been said before, we're going to have this experience, these emotions, these feelings, but we're learning how not to live out of these things. Right. We're learning to not function from the place of lust. We're learning to not function from right. the place of fear. Okay. That is what the spirit of God teaches us. He teaches us to say, okay, there's this feeling that's coming about this emotion you have right here, but we're not going to subject ourselves. We're learning to mature. We learn to mature. That's a part of emotional intelligence. There is spiritual emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is not only a thing regarding this natural realm. It's also for the spirit realm. Hmm. Okay. And if you want to know more about emotional intelligence, just Google it. All right. Just Google emotional intelligence. And then now within that, think about the supernatural now, the spiritual. Thus, I say to you, there is a spiritual, emotional intelligence in likewise manner, whereby we are not allowing for ourselves to be dictated by the emotions or the the feelings that come about. But rather, as I shared earlier, we uh, we partake of a divine nature as the spirit of God revealed to all the apostles, but specifically uh, within the epistle of Peter. He touches on this. We now partake of a divine nature that is that that is, of course, the Ruach, the spirit of God that is leading and guiding us, empowering us to journey through this life. Yeah. Okay, so there, there, there's many Oh man, yeah. So that that that's 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 yeah. You you guys just chew on that right there because when it comes down to uh, of fear, when it comes down to lust, we we got some good stuff for you. I mean, we got some good stuff. Like sincerely, especially, um, man, that there's there's so many there's so many scriptures that 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 we believe and we know that the spirit of God can bring alive in your life. For example, when we we did that one that we had that we love so much, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And then we ask ourselves, well, what does that look like in the life of of a person who has the diagnosis of anxiety? Hmm. What what would that look like of you applying that in your life? You see? Because the spirit of God is aware of these various things that take place within us. What does it look like when I take the scripture within the epistle of John that says the perfect love, and I, I mentioned this before, but the perfect love of the Most High, that it casts out fear, that it deals with that spirit and also deals with the natural man, that the chemicals is being released within your brain, right? That even the chemicals come under the subject of the blood of Yeshua, that speaks on your behalf. Mm-hmm. See, that's powerful. This, this is beyond just, oh, we're just talking, this sounds real fancy. It's like, no, literally, that you can experience this freedom, that you can grow in this, okay? This is not a magic wand approach. This is of you of your spirit man being empowered approach. Mm-hmm. And you believing that the Father does love you 
and the father is aware and the father has given the grace which is the empowerment to overcome Amen. by his spirit and even when it deals with lust um a, a scripture i have with hidden within my heart that i utilize oh when we talk about lust man i'm gonna tell you guys it's not just about having sex <laughs> oh my oh my oh my the scripture I hide within my heart by the grace of God. And that's 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. And when you have time, I, I encourage you to read it. And it just speaks about flee youthful lust. Pursue righteousness, pursue peace, pursue love. It, it just a, a list of things to pursue with, with those who call upon the name of the Lord out of a pure heart. Mm -hmm. So in other words, while you're in this journey, of of um, turning away from pornography, whatever type, what whatever type of porn it is, yeah. And for those who are listening, you know exactly what I mean. If if that is an area where you're about, I don't care what type of porn it is. So you're in this journey of turning away from porn. In a journey of say, okay, you know what? I am going to abstain from sex. In this journey of you know what? I never, I, 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 I'm yet a virgin, and 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 I want to remain strong in, in my walk. Whether I'm feeling weak right now, or I am um, feeling quite good, but I, I, I want to remain strong within this. Mm -hmm. That that you don't have to do it alone. That's why uh, the Spirit of God placed within Amber's heart of saying, "Hey, you know what? Singles and locks." Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's many ministries. Uh, I I get it, but we're the body of Christ. We're working together, and this is what I place within your heart to assist individuals uh, who are embarked upon this journey with me, and those that I'm calling to embark upon the journey. So it's an important thing for you to know, uh, as the song would say. I'm <clears throat> let me go and sing this song. You are not alone. We are here with you. You know what I'm saying? Amen. <laughs> You're not alone, all right? Oh, oh so in regard with this fear or with this lust, uh, the spirit of God, he indeed um, touches on everything. And his heart is to see you walk in victory through the finished work of Yeshua by his spirit. Amen. Guys, we just clumped those together because those are basic general ones. I'm sure you guys all know, but I can't wait to go deeper into them. Um, I have a lot of notes well, on those two sections in particular. Um, but I just want you guys... Oh, wait, I don't think I showed the scripture. But for lust, so I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And that's the answer for all of these, basically. Walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. We did have that under lust. And I think sometimes people don't know how to crucify the flesh and walk by the spirit. And I'm just going to end this off with saying fast, pray, read, repeat, fast, pray, read, repeat, be in godly community, um, have a teachable spirit, be kind to people, um, allow God to pour the fruits of the spirit in you and maneuver and move out everything that's not like him and be around people that love you um, during those growth processes. And who also know the fruits of the spirit so that you don't feel, when you do make a mistake, so that you don't feel like, oh, 
this is like I'm so sad this is the like, worst thing ever I yelled today and I shouldn't have yelled today and the person's not crucifying you for it because that's not the Lord but you want to be around people who will hold you accountable but um help you grow so that's the episode for today um and we're gonna have Sanjay for at least I don't know for how long but we're gonna go through this series together and so he'll be here again and again and again um by God's grace yeah, y'all, 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 y'all get used to 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 hearing my, you know, hearing this hair voice over here. Hey. We gonna get into the word of God. We gonna, you know, we gonna make it practical. We gonna share. We gonna do this thing. Yeehaw! Wow. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Well. <laughs> well, we love you guys with the love of Christ, and I love you with the love of my heart. Um, and I want you to know that it's going to be okay. All things work together for the good. And this was just, this is a good place for you to take note. Um, and next time, don't be stingy or greedy if you didn't share with somebody. Share with somebody, invite a friend, do a listening party. I do those with my girls a lot. Hey. Um, go on Zoom, press share screen, do a listening party. Or now, um, iPhone just decided to be iPhone and just hijack the whole share screen thing so now you can listen to stuff and share screen literally while you're on facetime with your friend instead of gossiping and having idle conversation turn on the podcast okay <laughs> <laughs> okay hey can, can we say what a prayer for them real quick, yes, quick word. yes pray us out hey check it out father i want to say thank you for your loving kindness once again thank you for the beauty you bestowed upon us through the finished work of yeshua thank you so much lord god for those who are listening we thank you lord god for touching their hearts we thank you that everything that was said, that's according to your heart, Lord God, your word, that Father in heaven, that indeed no enemy will be able to steal it from them. I'm reminded of the various hearts that you spoke of in the word of God. And Father, we're asking in the mighty name of Jesus that their hearts receive your word and that Lord God, you will bring forth 30, 60, 100 fold, Lord. We're asking, Father, in the mighty name of Yeshua, Lord God, at every spirit of darkness that, that comes to, um, to twist things, to cause them to feel condemned, to, uh, to, to cause them to be hardened, to cause them, Lord God, to want to just reject what was being said. Father, we speak against those lying powers. We come against you by the blood of Yeshua. We say you have no authority, no power. We hide these precious men and women, young and old, in the blood of Jesus. We run with them in the name of the Lord, that it is a strong tower. It is a strong tower, and we are safe in him. We say thank you for their lives. We say thank you, Lord God, that you truly do love them. We want to say thank you that you take time to sit down and bring us near so we can reason with you. I want to say thank you, Lord God, for Amber's life. Thank you for allowing her to step out, Lord God, in faith and, and to be a vessel that said yes. Now, Lord God, her labor of love is not in vain. Thank you for honoring me, Lord God, to, to join her, Father, to just share, to share by your spirit. Have your way, Lord God, as we continue on this wonderful day. We bless you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. All right, guys, we love you guys. Have a great rest of your day, week, morning, night, whenever you watch this. And we'll see you next time. All right. Y'all take it easy.